Welcome to the engineer-ish, or as we like to say, engineer minus the ish. The most unique math problem we've been puzzled by, solved, and revisited throughout our journey as engineers. I'm Tori. And I'm Drew. Welcome, welcome, welcome. To the engineer-ish. Uh, minus the ish. Are we taking the ish out or are we putting the ish in? I'm gonna take it out. I'm putting it in. Uh, no. The engineer-ish, now in session. Mr. Drew, are you with us? I am here. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's 2021 and yeah. you decided to come back from war. The fresh, I'm so it's a it's a fresh new year, so I'm on to new starts. So I'm I'm trying to not only be on time this year, thank goodness, but I'm trying to be a couple of minutes early. You know, I'm trying to be a couple of minutes early in 2021. I got on them, guys. I said, you know what, you're gonna have to do she better said, in enough. 2021. She said, this is the last time in 2020. <laughs> I'm allowing this to happen. I said, I said, all right, I'm getting it. To, I'm getting my stuff together. I gave him an ultimatum. I said, you know what? I'm gonna get rid of you if if you don't step it up. It was like it was like a review. Yeah, it was a review. I gave him a, uh, his annual review, and so I told I'm him he here, you know? it. I'm here. I'm on time. I'm excited. I'm feeling good. You know. Yeah, a new year and 2020. I love how the the the, the last episode of 2020 we just pretty much. Had a reflection episode, yep. 2020 hindsight yep. vision. Hindsight is. And we're on to bigger and better things in 2021. So we're, we're, we're year, claiming man. that. It's we're a claiming new year. positivity for everybody. We got to start the year off on a, on a good note. On a, on a good on a note. note. On, on a, a different note. On a great note. note. Only, yeah, not even yeah, a good note. Yeah, we started 2021 off on a great note. On an excellent note. On a, on a fantastic note. That's that's right. I like all those. I like all those. All those adjectives. <laughs> so uh, this episode, like Drew said, we're starting off different. Uh oh. So if you've been if you've been rocking with us, um, day one, oh, day you you are day one. You probably remember in the Both first flats on a Cadillac. You know what I'm talking about. Come on now. The originals. You were with <laughs> us from the beginning when we were struggling out here. But anyway, we we ha we had mentioned a remix episode remix. where we said that it's going to be unlike any other episode. Take that, take that, take that. You know who's here, <laughs> and it's going to be it's going to be fun. So this episode, we figured that 2021 is the best way to start out our, to kick right. off our it, remix episode, new, new and improved, a little bit different, a little bit a little bit more weird. We we added a little spice to it, so we're getting a little spicy in this episode. Ooh, I like it spicy. <laughs> I like it spicy. So I got something for you guys. Um, this this new episode in twenty twenty one. So a lot of times we have interviews, right? Mm -hmm. So we've all gone through interviews. Rather, I've been we're, interviewed we're, a time or two in my life. We're in high school. Rather you're in college. Rather you're graduating from college. Rather you're 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 in your career. Everybody goes through interviews, right? And a lot of times we're nervous about interviews because mm -hmm. it's usually for more money or just a, a new opportunity. Sure, so it makes sure, us sure. nervous. So yeah. I'm like, you know what? How about me, Drew, and I, we interview each other. This is going to uh -oh. be our first interview in uh -oh. 2021. First interview of the new year. First interview of the new year. And then, so, though it's like nothing's on the line, we still want to try to answer the questions. So, our best of Everything our... Everything is on best, the line. 
Our, Everything's our, our on the line. Our genuine authenticity is on the line. Yeah. Who you, we are as individuals <laughs> is on the line. <laughs> <laughs> Who we are is on the line. Okay, so that, that may be it. It may not be for money, but still, we want to keep our reputation. That's so it, man. We have, Drew and I have drafted five interview questions for each other. Mm-hmm. Neither of us has seen these questions. So what Drew's going to ask me, I'm complete. it's going to be a complete surprise to me. So I'm going to be, it's just like an interview. You don't. You know, I'm you going could. deep with it. You know, I'm going deep with it, y'all. Drew, you bet not do We're not on the it. surface. We're not on the surface. This is 2021. You got to go deep in 2021. Go deep in 2021. We left the surface in 2020. We did. We did Man, that. Man, we, we, I don't even want to talk about 2020. <laughs> but so we have five questions. Drew's going to ask me a question. I'll bounce off. I'll ask him a question. So the kicker to this episode is, Drew, I'm going to ask you, have you ever heard of star-based interview method, the star method? In interviews? No, I don't know anything about interviews. So put me on. <laughs> okay. So the STAR, the STAR uh, method, STAR stands for situation, task, action, and result. Okay. So what's going to happen is I'm going to ask a question. He's going to ask me a question. And we have to use the, the uh, STAR-based interview uh, method in answering the question. So situation means set the scene for what was happening in your example or story. So okay. You're, you're telling a story. Situation. The next one is task. So you task. Des- you describe your responsibility in that situation. Okay. And then responsibility, act- that's important. Okay. A- exactly. And then A for action, you explain the steps you took to address the problem. Okay. And then result is you share the outcome of your actions you took. Okay. So this is going to be helpful. We figured this would be fun, just fun and helpful for you all because you're going to be interviewing and a lot of companies use the star-based interview method when they're asking questions yeah so, i like that now you know what's coming up at least yeah. how you're gonna answer the question at least you got a little framework yeah it, now yeah, you just it gotta, gives you a way to th- it gives you, you a way to think, to think okay. through it yeah right. just fill in the blanks after that so drew i'm kind of i'm a little bit nervous i mean a little bit nervous I now mean, that you said our reputation you want to go first line. you know what i'm saying yeah yeah who we are is on we got we got some high stakes it's 2021 baby you gotta go with high stakes so I'm gonna let I get, I'll let you ask me first because I did I okay. this is my re- I came up with the whole okay. premise of this one you get the next one so I'll let you all right all right so are you ready for this I'm ready let's get it popping in 2021 <laughs> you're in a situation where you are feeling a very romantic connection with your boss or a client. <laughs> Now, this connection feels strong. Like, it's not like you're just feeling little vibes. You're, you're feeling some strong connection here, right? Mm-hmm. You love your job, but you really, you know, want more for your personal life in the future. <laughs> what do you do? All right. Mm. So, I'm going to set a situation that actually happened. So, okay. I have had a situation where I was really attracted to someone at the job. Feeling strong vibes. It was just kind of like, you see the person, you get the little butterflies. Oh, she and had the like, butterflies in the stomach, y'all. Okay. Butterflies was, they were flying around for real. Okay. And I was like, you know what? I can't continue to just walk by. I need to. I got to say something. I got to, you know, I got to keep it professional, but I, I have to say something. Okay. All right. So what okay. I did in this particular situation, and this may sound a little bit stalky, but I'm being yeah. honest because. That's this okay. Is, hey, this it's is 2021. A, it's, it's 2021. 2021. And it's, it's an interview. You're not supposed to lie in an interview, guys. Tori can be a little bit stalky. 
Okay. So what I did was <laughs> I found out the name of the particular person mm-hmm. and then looked it up on Facebook mm-hmm. because I was like, you know what? I got to know a little bit. All I do is like, I see the person. I right. don't really know much about them. Uh-huh. Like, how am I? So I started to look research. at You wanted to do a little research? I did a little bit of research. Yeah, okay. Did a little bit of digging. Okay. And so then when I did that digging, I used that as a way. Like, I sent a, I, actually, I, I sent a DM, jumped in the DMs. Got in the, jumped in the DMs. All like, right. You know, we are I, off in 2021 into the DMs, <laughs> baby. Let's do it. Yeah. And this actually happened in 2018, but still, it's, okay. it, it works. The story like, is in 2021. I'm with it. We're feeling, <laughs> we're feeling this in 2021. Yeah, we're feeling. It's kind of like, you know, nostalgia. <laughs> I'm thinking back but anyway so I hopped in the DMs like you know hey I think we work at the same company I see yeah. you seem kind of quiet but you know how's it going like you know feel just free just making to, conversation yeah just okay. normal conversation okay alright interesting and approach f- and from that situation just from that me reaching out we did begin like we began speaking more on the DMs and then okay. it was like well don't don't feel free to wave, you yeah. know. And don't then just it, be an internet friend. Yeah, don't just we be. We do pass each other in real life. We see each other in real life. So uh-huh. this doesn't have to just be a social interaction. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we did, like, we started speaking more. We we eventually, like, moved outside of the, the workplace. Okay, all right. And Graduated I won't, to outside the workplace? Yeah, we went to, like, what, third base. Okay. <laughs> I don't really, I, I played basketball. I wasn't a baseball player, so I don't know. And I didn't I don't play baseball either, so I'm just trying to use some little, some metaphors or whatever to, um, you know, put situation, task, action, result in. Okay. To, but so we did end up hanging out. Okay. Um, The relationship did kind of end on a bad note, but it's like I could still hit them up even though we don't work together, but it, okay. it, it happened. So I, 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 can I ask a question about this story? How you want to follow? Oh yeah, follow-ups gotta, do happen. In, okay, in all right, good, go good, ahead, go good, 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 good. So, so post things going bad, were you guys still working together? Like when yeah, things we ended, were. was it awkward then at work? Yeah, because there was silent treatment. There was mm. there, was, and a lot of people knew that we had gotten close, yeah. so they're like looking mm. like, what happened? That looks weird. Yeah, and that's a, that <laughs> is a, the complicated thing about you know, fraternization inside of the workplace because people notice, like, yeah. they notice, like, when you're talking to somebody and then when you when you don't, people start asking questions. Yeah. And it was very uncomfortable. I honestly, one, I, I, I started, and this may sound kind of weak, but I'm going to be honest, I had started applying for other jobs because I was just yeah. kind of sick of seeing them and it kind of yeah. like, you know, the heart was, it was no longer butterflies. It wasn't butterflies It's kind of like a stab in the yeah. chest. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... Dang, that's tough, man. All right, okay, all right. I I appreciate you sharing that story, man. That's that's. Let's let's get it popping in twenty twenty one. Let's do it. Okay, so now it's time for me to get you back, Drew. Let's get real. Okay, so you have a difficult manager. Okay. And they've just been a thorn in your side, pretty much. Okay. So I want you to tell me about a time where this actually was the case, how you handled the the manager and how you overcame the situation. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, we'll, we'll change the names to leave uh, <laughs> said people anonymous. Yeah, let's do that. Um, but I, I had a, a manager um, at one time and you know, I guess it kind of depends on how you want to describe, uh, you know, a, a bad manager. So um, for me, you know, being his subordinate, there were other people that were subordinates to this guy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but the guy was he lacked a lot of structure. OK. Um, so he kind of let people do, you know, what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the reason why I say this made him a bad manager is because like as a team, we couldn't perform very well because we didn't have a like a direction mm -hmm. to go in as a team. Like people yeah. were kind of, again, doing their own things. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, for so for me, like my responsibility, like in this situation is is, you know, as the person that I am, like I want to be a high performer. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, like being a team player, like, you know, I played sports all my life, like to me, being a team player means if you're a high performer, like sometimes that means you have to carry the team. Yes. Put the team on his back, though. Like LeBron. that's that's like as a high performer, sometimes that's what's necessary. Like mm -hmm. it, it's not all you know, that's not the, the only way to do things. But, you know, sometimes that's what it comes to. Right. Right. Um, and so like at a, at a certain point, I feel like, you know, that was like my responsibility, like to myself. So in the situation, I felt the need to to kind of galvanize the team and figure out where does the team want to go, um, which, you know, in a certain way, I kind of felt like I was I was not necessarily like betraying my boss, but kind of going behind his back in a, yeah. in a sense. Um, but I, t I actually had a conversation with him like straight up uh, and, and was essentially like just telling him, like, this is what the team wants to do. And I didn't tell him that, like, I went and like <laughs> brought the team together so that we could make this decision. Um, and then like bring that to him that way. I just told him that this is what the team wants to do. So if you know you're okay with it, then then let's move forward this way. Mm -hmm. And again, knowing that he's the person that kind of lets people do whatever they want to do, <laughs> I knew he wasn't going to say no. You know what I mean? So I just it was for me it was like the you know the the I guess the responsibility of having to get my boss to sign off on it mm -hmm. in order for it to be like the right thing to do. Um, so I kind of used his own, you know, his own methods, you know, kind of against him in a, in a sense um, in order to get like my goals done because I didn't like to me, like not performing well wasn't a wasn't an option. Right. Um, yeah. So I felt like I had to I had to figure out something else. Um, and while it took time, like kind of, you know, trying to get people to work to work together, um, I think ultimately it, it led to the, you know, the success of our team like together. OK, good. So you took you stepped up. And basically do with what a lot of times we have to do when we're dealing with somebody that's a bad manager. Like mm -hmm. you said, there's definitely different categories of bad managers. Absolutely. You got disrespectful ones. And then you just have some that, you know, they lack structure. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, it's like, well, we have to do something. Everybody's going in a different direction. So it makes it hard to get everything done. Right. So right. I have a follow up question sure. to that. Sure, sure. Did you ever notice that you taking on that role maybe made him feel a certain type of way like did he ever react or and was it reflected in um, your review performance so review? no i don't i i think he definitely noticed mm -hmm. so i don't think that it that it went unnoticed um but i think he one i think he kind of appreciated it in some sense because he kind of he he kind of felt like um or at least it appeared like he kind of felt like almost like his people were walking over him mm -hmm. so to speak um, so I think he kind of uh, like appreciated like not really having that pressure on him per se because mm -hmm. I had kind of I don't know if taken over it was the right word to say but you know I've kind of stepped in you know in that role um, but at the same time I think he also kind of uh, kind of kind of like I feel like after that he kind of kind of checked out like he wouldn't like help oh. out on stuff like he was kind of <laughs> like oh well if you got it then you got it like type of you know, almost kind of that kind of response, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, which I was like, 
I mean, all right, like if I got to figure it out, I'll figure it out. You know what I mean? But, you know, I wasn't really, you know, kind of what I was looking for, what I was trying to create. Um, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. And to me, it's like, all right, if you want to act that way, like at the end of the day, like, then fine. We'll like, then we will figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if that's okay. what we got to do. Like, that's what we got to do. Like, I'm not, I don't, for me, it's just, I'm not, I, I'm not gonna let nobody like hold me down like hold me back like not no single person like, i don't care you know who you are i can I'll find a way to go up or around or or through like you know you know it's in 2021 you find a way you know what i mean like oh I, i'm not I'm, I'm tired of the excuses and, and all yeah. of that you know what i mean like so just okay. just trying to get to it that's it so that's good you got it done and you had to step on your manager step over your manager a little bit but you did in a respectful way so yeah, i like I that tried. because tried. the chain of command can be a difficult one to follow when you're uh, in the corporate atmosphere. Yep. So that's, yep. that's cool. Okay. All right. You so you ready for your number two? I'm ready. All right. All right. So um, as an engineer, um, how do you feel like um, your your training or, or your experience of being an engineer, um, how do you think that has prepared you for how you want to live your life? Okay, that's a that's a really good question because mm. it makes you think. We're going deep in 2021. Let's go. Let's go. Um, let's see. So actually, can you repeat it? Because you know I have yeah. those line interviews. You have yeah, to ask, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you repeat that? Absolutely. So so as an as an engineer, mm -hmm. you know your your training as an engineer, your experience mm -hmm. um, as an engineer. How do you feel like this knowledge um, has prepared you for the way that you want to live your life? Okay. So I think about, you know, just engineering and the classes that I that I've ta that I've taken mm -hmm. or that I took as an engineer, mm -hmm. like all of them are it you have to tap into critical thinking. Absolutely. Like I absolutely have to tap into critical thinking. Mm -hmm. And so exercising that part of the brain, like if I think about my creative side cuz like I'm a creative too. Absolutely. It's a different side of the brain that you you exercise when you use that, but when you do critical thinking mm -hmm. and you're you're working with math and you're trying to figure out how to get these AutoCAD, AutoCAD dimensions correct, mm -hmm. it's just a different type of thinking. And so for that, like I've noticed that now like I'm more of a methodical person. Like when okay. it comes to, I would say it's changed me as a as a planner. Like being more st strategic in execution. Okay. So mm -hmm. whenever mm -hmm. I was doing something before, I had actually went through the schooling process and even the work and, and even work. Like it may have been like me just kind of shooting off the hip. Like hey, I'm gonna do something. I don't really plan it, yeah. but I just make it happen. Okay. But now. Everything I done, everything I do is pretty much planned. Like even okay. if I have to make an outline, um, that that's the way like I handle things. And I'll just say for, you know, even like just giving an example for podcasting and just me sure. and you, you know, as engineers, how we've collaborated on a podcast, like everything is thought out. Like mm -hmm. it's not just like, Hey, we don't just jump on here and just start talking. Like yeah. we have, yeah. we have an outline and like, yeah, it may, it, it flows and we're still like, you know, we have it set up to where we're still being very natural. It's not something that I feel that you can just wing just yeah. me personally. It's just the way I think because I, I don't like to, have to go back and do things over again or i don't sure. like a lot of mistakes like because it reflects yeah it like it reflects negatively on you and i believe like you say a lot's riding on these interviews yeah. because it's like hey it's yeah. our, our part our our it's our, what did you say was that stake i love the word that you i use. mean uh, this our life you know <laughs> who we, are, who as we a, are as a person our persona 
is at stake. Is like. at stake. That is, that's what we are betting on today. Absolutely. Yeah. And so just saying, like, you know, the actions I've taken, the way I, you know, the way I go about my life more methodical as a result, like I've noticed that I don't make of course I make mistakes, mm -hmm. but I don't have to go back and redo so much so much as I did before because it was actually planned. Okay. And even if I do have to redo something, I can actually go back to that step and just make modifications there instead of being like, Man, goodness, where was it that I needed to do? Like yeah. it's just everything's just kinda yeah. more methodical. So okay. I like I like how how you kind of describe, you know, kind of breaking things down into steps, mm -hmm. you know, or, or, you know, especially, you know, kind of in an engineering stage, kind of taking things apart yeah. in order to put them put back, back together. together. Yeah. You know, you're always trying to create something, some kind of vehicle, something, you know, is supposed to come out of this at the end. Right, um, exactly. But when you start at that point, you know, sometimes it can be overwhelming. The task can seem like a lot, but mm -hmm. breaking it up into those small steps, into those manageable portions you know, and ensures or at least gives you the best chance to achieve or to, to get to that place where you want to be or that final product. Um, because, you know, you've, you've taken the time to think about what are the pieces that you need to put in this puzzle so yeah. that you develop this picture, you know, at the end. I, exactly. th I think that's great. I think that's amazing. So did you hire me? You I would hire be me? on the spot. I would hire you on day one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this next question because okay. I feel like it pivots off of the last question where we talked about the boss. So okay, gonna... good, good, good. Okay. So you have a group po you have a group project okay. uh, where a group member didn't pull their weight or put in the effort that was expected. So yep. think about a time where you were and you were the member of a team mm -hmm. and you had some group members that just failed you. Yeah. Um, engineering yep. school, workplace, any sure. any of that. Sure. Um, I, so one, I think this is common. Like, um, especially when you're working on a team, it's, mm -hmm. I think it's very rare that you get every member on the team that wants to equally contribute um, to the project. That's true. <laughs> um, so I, I'll start this off with that just because I think that in terms of setting a, a situation, like I think this is a pretty, if you've worked on a team together with other people, You've probably been in a situation where somebody wasn't really pulling their weight. Mm -hmm. um, so, so I, I start off right there. I think you know when it when it comes to um, my responsibility in in that kind of situation, or at least in in the situation that that I was in. Um, again, like I'm 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 very um, focused on the result that I want to create, mm -hmm. um, and I'm open to the process by which that result gets created, okay. right? Um, but, I, but for me, like, I, I tend to like to participate, especially in group activities, um, in somewhat of a leadership role. At least that's how I, that's how I see myself. Mm -hmm. Now, that, that may not necessarily be the person who's kind of giving the instruction, like, to the group. Mm -hmm. It may be the person that's giving the information to the person that's giving the instruction, you know, to the group. And so it, to me, like, you know, leadership can be done in, in, in many ways, but I feel like all of the greatest leaders serve other people. For sure. And so yeah. when I think about, like, how can I be a leader on this team? That's mm -hmm. what I'm thinking about is how can I give to this team, like, what it's going to take to make us successful in, you know, completing the project that, that we're trying to get. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm intentionally, like, trying to fill the gaps that we have, you know, in order to, to make us successful. So for the situation that you're, that you're talking about, 
Um, you know, so I'll, I'll give this example for in, in my work situation. Um, like there's like I was telling you before, like there we have multiple teams. Mm-hmm. Um, well, part of like trying to get everybody to work together. Um, I used to have a very strained relationship with our um, with our research and development department. Okay. Um, just because we had such different kind of ideals of what we thought the software should be like. Mm-hmm. Um, coming from the quality you know place, I think everything should work perfectly. Like that's the ideal, <laughs> the ideal you know situation that that we're trying to get to. We realize that you know things will never be quite that, but to me, it's an asymptote that gets really close you know to that perfect. <laughs> Um, to that perfect product. Um, and just from, from their side, they had a very different view of their expectations of, of when they, you know, completed something. So we, we kind of, we kind of, you know, went back and forth. Um, and to me, like in terms of like our overall production for like our company or our company goals and things like that, mm-hmm. I felt like, you know, they weren't holding their weight, essentially. Um, so I felt like it was my responsibility and my team's responsibility to make up for the lack of quality that they had in their work by creating a stronger quality process that didn't allow things that didn't meet this quality standard, it doesn't allow them to even come through. I love so that. almost forcing them to do better uh-huh. because they weren't you know, necessarily holding their weight. Like I, I'm, I happened to be in a place at least at that time where I could, I could at least put forth these standards to say that this is what things should be. And then if management overruled and said, no, we're going to let that pass, I felt like I had at least done my portion to say, this is what the quality should look like. Mm-hmm. If we choose to bypass that and still go, go to market with something, I don't have any problem with that. But that's a choice that we're making and not something that we just think is going to work well for us when we actually don't know how well this is going to work for us. Um, okay. So, so for me, um, I, I think that you know, kind of the ultimately the the, the outcome of that situation um, was again like what I was talking about before, and kind of galvanizing the team together and kind of deciding the direction that we wanted to go. Um, it took a lot of a uh, lot of, and honestly, like not even like work in terms of like the work we were doing on projects. I think it took a lot of relational work between myself and the management of that department. I think once we kind of started to tear down some of those. I guess, perceived barriers of what he felt like I wanted for his team versus mm-hmm. what he wanted for his team or what I felt like he was trying to give, you know, our, my team, you know what I mean? Like there was this expectations and sort of things that we kind of had for each other that weren't real, essentially. Realist. Okay. Um, so as our communication improved, interestingly enough, like the way that our departments work together also improved, which has in turn improved the quality of the product that I actually get from our research and development department. So in, yeah. a, in a kind of weird roundabout way, like I feel like I've been able to help get the results that I want um, by helping other people like do more of the work that I want to see from them. Damn, gotcha. And I like I like that because it, it sounds as if you put like some standards and guidelines in place. Mm-hmm. That way it's like there's something to kind of rein the whole thing together. Because a lot of times in group projects, like you'll start something and there's no guidelines. Nobody's yeah. held accountable. Yeah. And then you get in that situation where everybody's doing their own little thing. Mm-hmm. And then you mm-hmm. really don't come you don't really come to a conclusion or to the problem or whatever you're working on. So yeah. I like that you like 
you became that voice of reason, that leader, you know, that's what leaders mm -hmm. do. Some mm -hmm. leaders just come there to bring everything together and you did that. So as a result, you're getting a better, you know, you, it's a more synergy, like synergistic yep. between yeah. the team that you're working with. So that's really good. Absolutely. Like it was tough, but you know, you know, I live again, I, results, you know, you got to get to the end somehow. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's why, that's why I absolutely love, I, at first, I didn't like the star-based interviewing. Like, it used to make me nervous. But I'm like, the whole thing is really about the result. Yeah. Like, how did you get to the result? And it helps you to tell your story. Like, so you guys are probably noticing that we're flowing through, actually, situation, task, action, result. And we're flowing right through it. So yep. the result is important. Okay. What's next? What's next? It's me, right? Yeah. You got to ask, to you gotta ask me something, right? Did I? Or am I asking you something? <laughs> I feel like we're, you're, you're asking me because I just asking, asked okay. you about the girl. I just okay, yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. All right. So here we go. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. For you, for you, Miss, Miss Tori, my question for you is, so you talked about a, a little bit about your creativity, mm -hmm. right? And how, you know, that really kind of comes from one side of your brain, mm -hmm. right? But then you also talked about, you know, some of the, the logical logical things you know this engineer you know side versus mm -hmm. this artistic you know side um how do you how do you like bring those two sides together um to work you know as one how do you how do you bring them together in a way that um i guess t trends towards um, a cohesive unit that works together like in a well and balanced way versus things that are kind of like clashing against each other because I want it one way but then I kind of want it this way too <laughs> you know there's I feel like there's a potential for a lot of um, a lot of differences to come between those two sides um, but I think that you have you know very masterfully like been able to work those two sides together to mm -hmm. create you know the, the person that you are and how you move through this world okay. um, so can you talk a little bit about how you've kind of uh, I guess coincided or, or rectified those two things to to create Miss Tori. <laughs> okay, so how do I put art? How do I put blend art and numbers to make like the perfect yes. situation without them clashing? Yes. Um. So I'll give an example of some of the things that I worked on in the workplace just to kind of like set the situation a little bit in okay. engineering. So there has there have been I've had. A number of projects where I work, where that I've worked on, and one, for example, I had to do a re, a, a, a layout. Like I worked with a, with a, another team member on a layout, like relaying out this this whole area, um, this workspace, mm -hmm. um, for you know just to make it more efficient for the the operator, or the worker that's going to be working there. So just in that particular scenario. So it comes to our side because actually you're designing, mm -hmm. but then you mm -hmm. also have to think about, or I also thought about, so I'm going to think of, I'm going to talk about it in present tense too. Okay. So, I'll, so I also thought about, you know, the fact that I'm, I'm building this for the end user. So it's not something where I'm just like, oh, I'm going to make it look cute on paper. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to make it, I like the way this looks, but it's not only that, but it's thinking about. Okay, the operator, how far are they having to walk? How yeah. far are they having to reach? So it's like you think about you think about those numbers and you use you use those type of things. You're maybe doing a time study, mm -hmm. finding out like, you know, um, how long is it going to take them to do this if they have to walk this 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 amount of distance and stuff? Where can I play certain things? Mm -hmm. And so you're 
in that situation, I had to blend the both of them, blend a little bit of the, the artistic side, but then also the part, the realistic part of it where it says, hey, this is not just a, this is not a video game, but yeah. I'm, I'm literally having somebody that that's going to have to like, you know, live with the situation. Right. And then right. one of the things that I, that I have to say is most important that I like to get involved all the time is if I'm working, if I'm creating something for somebody, mm -hmm. then I always make sure that their feedback is in there. So okay. it's like mm -hmm. a lot of times we as engineers and uh, most people can attest to this. Some engineers will get in a, in a frame of mind where they're working with an employee that may be out on the manufacturing floor or whatever, and they just create it based on their thought. Like, they're, yeah. wow, okay, I, I, I can do the math. Let mm -hmm. me do this without talking to the person yeah. that, that's going to be out there doing it. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, if you want to implement something and you want to have success with, you want to have buy-in from yeah. the, the end user, the person that's on the floor, you have to actually get them involved. They're the one that's doing the work. So yeah. I think... Yeah. Um, just me uh, blending that art, you know, artistic side, looking at those numbers, some of the facts that are on the floor and, you know, bringing that person in, getting their feedback. Mm -hmm. it, the result of that was like they were they were happy about it. They're yeah. like, hey, you you were actually here to help me because one thing that was different is you actually got me involved with it. You didn't just yeah. come out here and start moving stuff and just yeah. say, hey, this is the your new what you're supposed to do. So that's just you know example of how I use it in the workplace. Okay. okay. I, so I really liked. Um, I really liked. I think you you brought up a, a really important point about the way that that you bring those two sides together. Um, and I think I think kind of how you described about like this idea of perspective, right? So from your from your logical mind, mm -hmm. you make sure you say, "Hey, logical mind, like this is an artistic perspective. Mm -hmm. I want you to be aware of this. I want you to include this. You know." In the things that you work on. Right. But then also to your artistic side of your mind, you say, hey, here's a logical perspective. <laughs> I want to make sure that everything that you create, you consider this you know, as a part of your your creative process. Right. Um, yeah. And, and it's uh, to me, it's, it's funny because even in the way that you talk about the way that you you've handled, you know, project projects. You talk about it in the in the same sort. Like if, if you think about the end user, mm -hmm. you think from the other perspective that, yeah. hey. If you're going to be using this, you know, what are, what are your thoughts? How do you think that this should work? What do you want it to look like? How do you want it to feel? You know, I want you to make sure you consider that yeah. <laughs> as a part of your process, <laughs> you know, as you're creating, you know, and, and in each way, I think that's a that's a very it seems like a very, uh, very good way to make sure that when you when you're combining two things that you're considering the, the players, you know, mm -hmm. so to speak, that are going to be a part of. Whatever this thing is that that you're creating, that's going to be the ultimate thing that you that you move forward with. So I, yeah, most I definitely. think that's amazing. I think it, it and it very it's, it 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 seems very natural. Like in the same way in nature, like if things have to live together, they have to coincide with each other. Like they have to be cognizant of whatever the other thing is, right? Exactly, you're not just yeah. going to do whatever you want to do <laughs> if somebody else is there. Like that's not at least you, know you, shouldn't, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Know, in, in a very natural sense, you know right? I mean? Like. Yeah. You shouldn't. You're, you're, there's an effect. There's a cause and an effect of everything being near each other versus if it were, you know, existing as a as a singular unit. So I, exactly. I think that's great. I, I I appreciate that. I appreciate that. All right. So moving on. Thank okay. you for that question. I Let's like do that. It. Let's do it. Um. So you had, you had, or you have had the worst professor. Okay. They were terrible. 
but somehow you still made it through the class. So can you think about, and hopefully you've had one of these experiences where you can, uh, you know, take us on a journey of how you dealt with a really bad professor yeah. and how you were still able to maintain and make it through, or what did you do in a situation yeah. like that? So, so I want to answer this from kind of two, two different stories. Okay. Um, the first one, I want to talk about a, a professor that I was told was a bad professor. Okay. Right. Uh, and I think this is important because I think this this is common. I think this happens a lot, um, and not just necessarily professor, but we, we people tell us stuff all the time. And because of who it comes from, we kind of accept things as truth, right? Um, so I was told like, yo, this professor is terrible. Like you're gonna hate him when you get in his class. Like, but it was a class that everybody had to take, you know, in, in order to graduate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember like when I signed up for the class. This class was. D, it was called D3. It was Digital digital 3 or whatever. And in this class, we had to basically do like a project for the majority of the semester. Like it's mm-hmm. essentially like your senior design class. Oh, okay, yeah. That, that kind of course. Um, and, and when I tell you, almost everybody on campus like talked bad about this professor. <laughs> um, like they, people hated this guy, right? Dang. Um and so, like, obviously, like, going into the class, I'm like, oh, crap. Like, I'm not looking forward to this. You know, I've heard so many terrible things, like, uh, about this professor. Um, but I, I tell this story because, you know, when I, when I actually got in the professor's class, I understood why, why everybody talked about him the way that they did. Mm-hmm. It's because he, was, he wasn't necessarily a bad professor. He was a, he was a hard professor. And he graded, like... He was extremely strict about the way that he wanted things done. Oh. If he didn't do it his way, he was marking it wrong. Mm-hmm. But he was very clear about this. It wasn't. <laughs> it was. It wasn't like he was like, "Oh, you can do it however you want," and then you did it, and he was like, "Nah, that's wrong." He uh-huh. was like, "No, do it this way." And if you didn't do it that way, then it's wrong. So he was. He was okay. very, very clear about it. But I, I, I tell that story just, just because I think that even going into the class, like I had these expectations about what my experience is going to be based on what I was told. And so my the beginning of my semester was actually more difficult because I kind of had those feelings that was kind of going along with this challenging course. And so I kind of felt like this is why, you know, this is what's going on or whatever. But then when I kind of realized that it wasn't necessarily that he was a bad professor. It was just the way that he does things. He wants to do things particular, like to his way. If you do things his way, you'll You're be good. fine in the class. Mm-hmm. Uh, I barely passed this class. Like <laughs> <laughs> I barely passed the class. You know what I'm saying? But I was able to get through it, and that's. I think that's what I ultimately learned from the class. Um, which, which I think that I guess, kind of looking back, it, it, I probably learned. That's probably one of the courses that I learned the most mm-hmm. in, um, just in terms of like what I learned about like how to design certain things. I, I almost, I almost kind of feel like barely getting by his class was kind of his intent. Like he, yeah, he wants you to know that it's, it's hard, like figuring out things that you've never done before. Mm-hmm. But as an engineer, like that's what you're going to have to do. You know, that's a part of your experience, you know, as an engineer. So I, I wanted to start off with that because he talks talk about, you know, a, a bad teacher and kind of how to yeah, handle yeah. that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other story um, had to do with I had a math teacher who was African, um, and she had a really thick accent. Oh man! Um, really thick accent. Uh-huh. Um, and so, <laughs> literally the first the first day in class, I knew immediately. I was like, I have, I have, I didn't get a single word like out of this entire <laughs> class. You know what I mean? Like, I have no clue how I'm gonna how I'm gonna get through this course. Um, 
but but I think you know obviously my responsibility like I have to pass this class like I have to figure out how I'm going to be able to do this um, and you know some people gave me suggestions like oh record the teacher you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. blah 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 um, some people were just like man just Google it YouTube it like you can learn anything on YouTube or whatever um, but honestly for me like what I found success in was really like working with my the other students in the class like developing relationship with them somebody somebody understands right. And so like almost working, like studying together in groups when people would get little parts, like I would just, okay, uh uh-huh, I got that. She said, what? Okay, all right. And eventually (laughs) like I'd have, you know, the information that I needed to be able to learn the information. But I think that like what allowed me to be successful in that class was my peers, was absolutely my peers because I think that was when the learning occurred. Because in class, like I was like... (laughs) <laughs> what? I have no, I don't know. I don't even know what to write down. Like, I can't tell you how many oh, days man. I left that class with a blank sheet of paper, like fully intending like to take notes like during during the class. Like I mean, I'd, I'd write down the, the stuff that she'd write down on the board. Yeah, you I'd can write down see the that. board. But I have no, I don't know. She didn't explain anything. Didn't what know. class was that? It was a, it was a math class. I, this was early in college. So I want to say it was like a, maybe it was a Calc 1 or a Calc 2 class. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, it was early in college. I, I was. It was. It was tough, man. It was. It was tough. It was tough. But you know, shout out to my peers. Like, <laughs> they, they, def- you they definitely helped. You know, I feel like we helped each other. We needed without each other, like we wouldn't have made it through that. That job. support. Yeah, yeah. So that was. That's. That's it. That was, that's my. Man, that's my story. I, I like how you blended those stories together, and then just mentioned the accent. I think we all have professors where. That there's a language barrier mm-hmm. and the accent just makes it almost like I just remember just recently my sister who's in mechanical engineering she yeah. was like I have a professor I can't understand anything he's saying so yeah. we've all been we've all had those stories so yeah, I, yeah. I, that's a good one so. okay yeah man it's it's hey life life is out here so so okay so I, it's my go again right it's you you so it's your turn to ask me another question Okay, are you ready? Yep, you I'm ready. ready. For this? Okay, so you know, we talked about we talked about you know a little bit about last year and what what happened last year and how life has been. I want to ask you, you know, where where you're going? Where are you looking for? Where are you looking forward to moving um, in your future? And more importantly, who are the type of person that you want to be in your future? Okay, so 2021. Um, This year, for me, it's important to really build my business. So Mm -hmm. a goal for my business is to have uh, some younger engineers or young engineers, people that are coming into their career field, and be able to work with them on like more of a uh, not only a mentor level You're recruiting no go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> not only a mentor level but to allow um, young engineers the flexibility to work on um, jobs as projects so that okay. means like you know you don't necessarily have to be tied to a co-op if you're looking to get experience maybe you work with my company on a couple of projects and okay. that, that that's a resume booster for you okay. so I do want to set those type of plans in place and just you know increase my business and then you know just do things that will help me to be successful and then also have you know help others to be successful because the end goal for me is to as i'm you know like reaching for success Mm -hmm. to be able to have like people that are also you know coming up you know where i wasn't you know where i was i'm sorry and Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. you know help them to like you know be successful too i think that's a 
Okay. That's the mark of a leader. Yeah, to be to absolutely. I, I, I think that's I think that's beautiful, and I think that um, especially taking on some responsibility of of being that kind of catalyst for you know the the younger generation, so to speak, and not you know not to say that you're old or anything, but there are people that are younger than you. Yeah, they're, you know, yeah, they're there are babies are, out people there. People out here that are people younger, just yes. born last they're night. infants. They're infants <laughs> out here that are younger than she is. Um, so you know somebody's got to help out the infants too. Uh, so I think I do. I think it's I think it's very important um, um, for and honestly I think that a lot of people you know do this sort of you know this sort of work in terms of, of reaching back um, whether it's in their communities or, or you know people that they know um, or even you know new people you know that they've met uh, either either way um, but finding people that that want to learn people that want to grow that want to to be better that want to model their their lives in similar ways that you have um, learning those lessons and, and sharing the knowledge that you have I think in a, in a big way I think that's how you know society grows you know, it's not to me, it's not it's not done by the masses. I think it's done by the, the few people that decide that this is what's important. And this is the way that um, that, you know, as a leader, I, I want to lead. These are the qualities that are important. And I think that that people follow um, yeah. in, in, a, in a lot of ways. Okay. So I think that, you know, passing on those positive leadership qualities of, of how to be better and how to you know, grow and, and, you know, look at yourself from different perspectives and all of that kind of stuff, I think is very important um, to, you know, to society like as a whole and, and, and over time, you know, what that means for, you know, not just us, but, you know, our children and their children. And yeah, so looking out and so for on. others. And eventually the result is it helps you uh, along the way. Like, I just feel like mm -hmm. empowering other people, it ultimately, like you have to you have to get back, pay it forward. So definitely. Yeah. And then just one more thing that I would like to mention with Please. that is also is just saying. So as the listeners are listening to the podcast, as you're from your colleges, your universities, um, high schools, whatever the case may be, even if we have a uh, middle school, uh, you know, kids, the young listen, bucks. like the younger kids, yeah. if you desire for us to come and speak at any of your engagements that you have at school that that is something i want we want to ramp up to oh, this yeah. year oh, yeah. so 2021 is all about you we're know coming to see y'all we're coming outside. to see y'all face to face you know what i mean kind of we, we're probably gonna have a mask on well, but yeah, maybe yeah. maybe not literally like i mean my nose is not gonna be touching your nose i'm not gonna be that close <laughs> but you know what we're saying you know what we're saying we're we gonna be out here yeah we're gonna come to see you all right, I think I have a couple more questions for you. Are you ready? I mean, I'm just waiting on you, girl, patiently waiting. All right. Now, these questions uh -huh. were, you know, you never saw my questions. I, I never saw know what these your questions. questions. Are. And it Scouts just, honor. It just so happened that there was a question that I had for you that was really similar to a question you asked me. Same Z's. All right. So I know we have different Give perspectives. It back. So Give I, it I back. Yeah, it sometimes, back to you. sometimes you can be a mirror to me and other times <laughs> I can be a mirror to you. Give it on back. Let's go. All right. I'm about to give it back. All right. So you have a coworker attraction mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or vice versa. Maybe your coworker is feeling you. you okay. She, she likes the locks. Oh, sicky, sicky now. She's even tried to touch them at some I want point. a piece of this chocolate. <laughs> so did it interfere with your job or how did you handle it? Yeah. Like, you know, you had have, you have that situation. So hopefully... You have a situation you can actually. Yeah, tell yeah, us yeah. About. I, so I have, I have been in that, been in that situation before. Um, both were like I've found somebody attractive, and, and 
somebody else has found me attractive. Um, when I was younger, I, you know, when I was younger, I didn't really care. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I didn't care in terms of like work stuff. Like, I was like, look, if I'm trying to holler, I'm trying to holler. Like, it's about to go down. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't, wasn't worried about that. Um, but as I've gotten older, like it's a, it's a firm line in the sand. Like I'm not crossing it. And I'm, and I may like, I'll, I'll be honest. Like I, I'll, I have been like flirtatious before. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but like, I will not go beyond like we're not going out on no dates. I'm not. nah, because because for me, the whole thing is like if this goes wrong, you're not like you're not messing up my money, dude. Like can't have that. I can't. I I don't want to go down. I don't want to go down that route. So so for me, like even if I'm attracted to somebody else um, or somebody else is, is attracted to me, like we can have a flirtatious relationship at work. But like. I don't want your number. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, what I need it for. Like, nope, don't even give it to me. Nope, we're going to talk at work. You can email me, though. You can, yeah, I feel, You can I email me. Like, I'm, I'm very, like, at this point, just because it's, it's, too, it's too risky. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's too risky. People, like, people already going to think what they want to think about you, like, at work. And, like, when you start bringing in some of that personal stuff, like, I've seen other people do it. And I'm just like, that, look, that looks messy. I don't want to, I don't want to be a part of that. So, so for me... That's a that's a firm line. Like I don't ah, we it's no fraternization. We can play, we can play around. <laughs> fraternization, you know that's a funny yeah, word. Yeah, <laughs> we can play around a little bit like while we at the office, but like nah. We, when it's time to go home, <laughs> you go your way and I'm going mine. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make it hard I'm gonna make it harder for you. Okay, this is all one right. of those questions. Go ahead and dig. To get the shovel out. Let's go. I'm getting the shovel out. I want you to dig deep and and tell us. Okay. Give us a little more detail. So give us the situation, the actual situation that happened, and describe you know what your responsibility was. Maybe you cut that person off. Yeah. The action and then the result of it. So yeah. take us through stuff. So so I'll, so I'll go back when I was when I was a little bit younger. Um and and I actually did you know in, engage in some of these. Uh, some of these activities. Um, so when I when I did like while we were talking, everything was everything was cool, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but so how the situation happened is I actually um, also being attracted to somebody else who was working there as well. <laughs> wow. um, and so you know I had a decision to make. And again, I told you I didn't really care. So I was like, all right, well you know, well let's uh, we can drop this one over here. You know what I'm saying? We can pick this up and, Ooh, and, and, and keep this and keep this moving. And actually, um, at the time, I was I was serving in a supervisor position, and one of the people was one of my employees. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like double. Like they had to work with me directly. It wasn't just like you know they were around. They worked under me. So mm, wow. Okay. In two ways. Uh, but that's besides the point, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> uh, and so, like, when it when it happened, like, when it kind of went down and I tried to, you know, make a shift change, so to speak, <laughs> uh, didn't, didn't really work out. But because I was in a higher position, um, it didn't really, it didn't really impact uh, my job in a negative way. Um, both of them, one of them ended up quitting. Um, and then the other one ended up having to go work in another um, in another department, essentially. Um, so I kind of was like, "Well, let me find somebody else now." You know what I'm saying? Like it was, you know, I, I kind of got next. off. I kind of got off easy um, in that situation, and uh, you know, I, I was able to, you know, I was able to, I guess, navigate that space if you can call it that. Um, 
but it was it was tough because I realized like it, I, I remember several days like I was like oh I did not want to go to work today because I don't want to like I don't want to hear it you know what I mean like yeah especially especially like you know with the you know obviously the, the two women that were involved like they weren't very happy with each other either and so like you know people knew about it and so everybody's looking at me like dude what you doing you know oh everybody um, knew about it oh yeah oh yeah it wasn't no it wasn't no secret like nah it wasn't it was it was very very public information um, wow so. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, so it wasn't. It was. It was a situation. You know, what I mean, at the time, but uh, let's. I say that I that I learned from it. It, it did help me to create um, some of the rules that I feel like that I that I live by now. Um, kind of going through that situation when I was a little bit younger. So the result was you learning that that's something that you didn't want to do oh, in yeah. your future. Not, because of- <laughs> not in the workplace. I mean, it's it sounds good. It sounds good, but like so, like not in the workplace and not like where I live either like I won't I won't mess with a neighbor like that because you're too close like you two you're way too close if something goes wrong <laughs> I don't want you like knocking on my door like I know you're home I saw your car outside like nah I don't like that it's uncomfortable wow I it's never thought about a neighbor it's too way too close man like it's convenient it's, it's, conven- it's convenient it's convenient sounds like a good idea and while it's going good it's gonna be great like it's it's convenient but as soon as things change eh yeah convenient turns into like this is not fun anymore at all like and i know uh just piggybacking off of what you said i know um like a a family member who lived in the same apartment complex as Mm -hmm. her boyfriend yeah and then when they broke up she's like man somebody's gotta move move and it's not even it's not even them living in the same apartment but it's just being like in the same space where you can see like who's driving in oh he's home oh she's home and that's an uncomfortable situation so it's one of those things so i've always been a person like anytime Anytime I've gone through a breakup, I'm, I'm, I like I purposely put myself in a situation where I'm, I'm out of sight, out of mind. Like I don't, I don't want to see you. Like, and it's not necessarily because like I'm so upset with you or anything like that. Like that may be, you know, the case. Mm-hmm. But for me, like that helps me get over it. Like I don't, if I'm constantly seeing pictures of you, like I'm constantly thinking about you. Yeah, if we're not to- gonna be together. I don't want to be constantly thinking about you. So I'm trying to, I'm purposely like trying to feel that time that we used to spend together with other stuff so that I'm not that I'm not focused on that. And so like in a workplace or if it's close to home, like I'm going home. I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like I have to go to work. I can't do that if I if I'm in that kind of situation. So it was like one of those things where it was like, nah, yeah, and it's it a bad af- idea. It man. affects your idea. feeling about going to work because I know you asked me pretty much the same question. But yeah, once yeah, you yeah. have that problem with the person, you're like, man, I don't want to go to work. It's, yeah, and man, it, it's yeah, risky. So. Like it's it's risky, and it's it, it, I feel like it's one of those things. Like if you gonna make that commitment, if you gonna make that commitment to try to talk to somebody that you work with, like. You got to be thinking about the long haul. Like it's not. This is not no. Sure. Hey, this is gonna be fun. Like nah, son. Like for sure. <laughs> if you gonna yeah. do it, you trying to you trying to make something happen. Like, you got to think of the long term yeah. implica- implications of making that Absolutely. decision. Because man, it can be it can be uncomfortable. We both have been there, and mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's mm-hmm. been some days where I was like. I think I'm gonna start looking for some <laughs> another job, and that's just because because of ah. that fraternization. So yeah, y'all. Keep from those work entanglements yeah, in 2021. Be careful. be careful out here. 
All right. Is it? Just passing it over here. Passing it. Passing pass the, the mic. mic pass the mic. Pass the mic. All right. So, so this question. Is this my last? Your last one for me? This is my last one for you. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna end it with. I we're gonna put a stamp on it. This is what makes it official. Okay. okay let's stamp this is, it. This defines you for for the twenty twenty one. Okay. This is this is what we're doing. So, last year, you know, obviously was a a, a different kind of year for I think for everybody. Mm-hmm. And so my question for you is, what's one thing that you feel like you learned last year um, that really kind of kind of uh, made you say, this is something that I want to change in my life? You, fi- you figured out something about yourself. You learned about a habit or you even saw something new that maybe you didn't know about before. Um, but you said, look, moving forward, like this is something that I'm adding or this is something that I'm taking out. Like what was one thing that like last year was like the determining year in 2020? This is either done or hey, this is coming in and this is here to stay. That that sort of that sort of thing. OK. Um, so for me, I say it was about learning some of the things that. Like some of my weak points. And so Mm -hmm. one of the weak points that I noticed was a lot of times I would procrastinate certain things because fear of rejection, Mm, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. there was projects that I was there was a couple of projects that I was working on that I actually put out, you know, in 2020 Mm -hmm. where I said, man, what if this doesn't do well? What, What if it's not received well? Yeah. Like. I hold on to stuff like that because it's like, well, if I hold on to it, then I don't have to fear that disappointment or rejection. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. my thing now is, and even with the podcast, like, you'll know, you'll, you'll have people that don't agree with what you're saying, or, you know, you're always going to have some pushback, but it's just being confident to stand by what you've worked on or what you said and put it out there. Cause Mm -hmm. you don't, you never know how it's going to change things for you or for someone else. So Mm -hmm. I would say, uh, the situation would, that I went through was just noticing my weaknesses and, and what it was and just like pushing past those and being more confident and standing by what I've done and putting it out there and just, mm-hmm. you know, hoping for the best, praying for the best and manifesting the best. So that would be um, that. I think I said like kind of the situation, task and action because it's yeah, kind of yeah, all no, I, So I, I like that. I like that. But I, so I have a follow up question, if you don't mind. That's usually how interviews are. Okay, good, 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 good. So, so let's get it. Let's get it. Um, so was there anything specific or was there anything particular that you did to push past those fears? Like, I think that people running into fear is something that it happens to everybody. That's that's not unique, you know, to, to you or I or, or anybody, you know, on this earth. Mm-hmm. Um, so we all come up against those fears. And sometimes, you know, they're easy to get past. Sometimes yeah. they're really challenging um, to get past. So I'm curious, like in, in your experience, you know, kind of going through last year and some of the fears that you came up against, like what did you do to, to kind of get over that hump? You know, how did you push past that moment of fear to then get into a different space where fear wasn't necessarily stopping you from doing what you needed to do? Well, I would say it was more of like a mindset change for me. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily what I did, but some of the things that like the stories I heard and like, you know, you know, learning a little bit about other people's journeys because yeah. every every person, like every singer, every boxer, mm-hmm. every athlete, you mm-hmm. know, all all the same. Like everybody had the time where someone either told them they couldn't do something or they yeah. weren't good at it. Yeah. And I just remember like 
last year Michael Jordan's um that his document his uh you know documentary come out yeah. yeah it came out and so just seeing that what well, was on ESPN but I think it eventually they oh, put it on Netflix yeah. okay yeah. but just seeing that and one of the greatest players of all time there were people that told him no there were people that told him he wasn't good enough right so it's like you never really know the potential of something if you if you keep it to yourself like mm -hmm. if you keep it on the inside mm -hmm. like you're never gonna know but everybody everybody has to step past the fear in order to you know figure out what life really has for them so yeah. i think for me it was just hearing so many different people's stories whether it was on podcasts and just like watching shows and yeah. stuff and just mm -hmm. knowing the reality of when you want something better like you have to take those risks like you have to be willing to put yourself out there yeah or else you'll just never know yeah so that was just kind of like a mindset ch change i like that i, I think that's myself <laughs> i think that's extremely important i think that's so extremely important that especially like as you talk about like people who have been able to achieve success they all talk about that moment where they had to get past that fear mm -hmm. and and what it took you know it's going to be different it looks different for every person right it does um but we're all like going to reach this moment of fear and have an opportunity to then surpass that that moment of fear um and and even even for me in my life um i actually have a sign that that was on the ceiling above my bed um, and it says faith versus fear. And I, I have it up there because I think that faith and fear are two sides of the same coin. Mm, and the question yeah. is, where do you put your belief? Do you put your belief in the fear? If you put your belief in the fear, it's going to keep you from doing whatever it is that you do. But if you put your belief in faith, that's going to empower you to do whatever it is that you want to do. And, it's, and for me, it's one of those things every day when I wake up. I look at my ceiling and try to remind myself to put my belief in faith because I know that that's where my strength lies. The fear, that doesn't mean the fear is not going to be there. It's okay. The fear, I, I feel like the fear is like a, you know, like a, a, a backseat driver. Right? Yeah, it's always, it's, it's always back there. It's always, always. talking. Like, mm -hmm. it's always got something to say, but like. Keep your ass in the back, man. Yeah, like, stay in the back. Like, stay in the back. It's fine. You can ride. You can ride. But let me drive. You know what I mean? Let, let, let me handle this or whatever. And so that just putting my belief in faith, um, even, even when times, you know, when it's, when it's hard. And, and, you know, to, one of the things, so my mom, she taught a class one time. And she, the, the subject line of her class was about, you know, the faith, the faith of a mustard seed can move mountains. Oh, yeah. I and, love that story. And that would, that's always been something that has, that has stuck with me. Because like when, when we think about fear, like fear always seems so big. It always seems like you, it's rare we, when you think about fear, you're like, oh, you talking about that little fear over there? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's rarely how you, how you reference fear, or how you think about fear. Um, but it's, it's amazing like to me to like, if you were to quantify how much faith that it takes to get over that monster size fear, that mountain size fear, it's, it's just a little bit. It's just a little bit of faith that it takes. Just a little bit. To move yeah. that mountain. And it's like, you can, you can muster, you can muster, up that little pun bit intended, <laughs> you can muster up that little seed of faith to then do whatever it is that you need to do. So I, I applaud you um, for getting, getting through that fear and, and doing those things that you needed to do. Um, and also carrying that into the rest of your life, that knowing that, that fear is going to come, but when it comes, you also can overcome.
Yeah, yeah. And 2021, let that be the year of us pushing past our fears oh, yeah. and then mustering up that little bit of faith and keeping keeping fear in, in the passenger seat. Yeah. And I love how you said that you have that on your ceiling because just thinking about the first thing that we look at in the morning or the first thing that we hear, the first thing that we see, mm-hmm. saying something positive like that and mm-hmm. just letting that, you know, resonate. That's a good, that's a really good thing to wake up to, to oh, yeah. get yourself started. So I might have to think about putting something on my ceiling. I have constant reminders all all around my house. And I so I realized something recently um, that I kind of, kind of made me laugh um, because so I have these constant reminders like all around my house of like things that I, that I feel like I want to get better at. And what I realized is that I actually have all of my weaknesses like posted around my house because the things that I want to get better at, these are, these are the areas in which I'm not doing so well. And that's why I've put them up. And so I, like in a sense, I was like, man, like that's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of vulnerable, right? Like I didn't, I wasn't thinking about that when I did it. Um, but, but like now that, now that they're up and I see them every day and they're constant reminders of like things that I I need to make sure that I'm, that I'm focusing on, um, it just, how it just kind of amazed me like, wow, like I didn't even realize that, that like these, these, these are my weaknesses. These are the things like that, that I need in order to help create the person that I feel like I want to be in my future. And that might be something that, you know, our listeners can do as well like mm-hmm. you know thinking about putting something like positive uh, on your on your ceiling because it's what you look at when you're when you're like laying on your back mm-hmm. or just you know how you say it put up some of the things that uh serve as weaknesses for you that that may be really good a lot of people talk about vision boards but i like oh, yeah. that you say that you do that i never thought about it in that way but i definitely do think that they're good strategies a- absolutely and i, I want to add too like I think this is this is kind of just important in a in a general sense um, that I can only really share from my perspective, right? And anything that I that I share, I try my best to be as authentic um, as possible. But I realize that you know people, everybody's not going to agree with my opinion or, or my my perspective, and. All I can do is is share, you know, my beliefs from from my experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not with any expectation that you know everybody is going to give me a thumbs up or or a like. It's just this is my experience. This is the way that I see things. This is the way that I approach the world. And so, you know, I, if people have differing differing opinions, by by all means, we would love to hear them because I think that. You know, as you expand your experience, you expand your learning, you expand your growth as well. Yeah, and it's okay. It's certainly okay to have different opinions, but just know that we speak from our perspective and the things that we've gone through and the spaces that we've traveled. So with us, we can promise you, you're going to get professional, you're going to get funny, and you're going to get real. But for the most part, you're always going to get all three of those, and we can promise you that. Um, so with that being said, Drew, I have one more one question more. for lay it you. On me. Lay it on me. Lay it on me. One more interview question for you. So you have a resignation experience. Uh-huh. So, and maybe you're, tell us about when a, a resignation experience didn't, wasn't really received well by others. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So at... When one job that I left, I left because I felt like uh, they weren't paying me what I was worth. And 
when I when I told them that I was planning to leave, uh, they tried to you know give me a little boost in salary, mm-hmm. but the boost felt so disrespectful, and um, it, like I don't I don't remember if I actually laughed like when they made the offer. Um, but I, I certainly know <laughs> in my head, I, I laughed in my head. I was like, are you serious? Like, get out of here. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know that we necessarily parted on bad terms per se, uh, but they weren't good terms. They definitely weren't good terms because they I mean, like I, I, I do. I take pride in my work like I'm a hard worker. It was a small company. And so they were going to feel the loss, at least in in the interim until they found somebody new. Uh, so, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like, uh, you know, Hey, you know, they said good luck, but I don't think they, <laughs> I don't know if they it. really meant it. You know, I don't know if they really meant it, um, uh, when I left, but you know, you know, I think that you have to make the decisions that are going to be the best for you, you know, in your life. And we talked a little bit about, you know, loyalty to, to businesses and companies and things like that. And at a certain point, you know, especially if you feel like the company is not treating you the way that you want to be treated. Um, then you should go to a place where you're happy with the treatment that you're getting. Whatever yes. that may be, like you should be happy about the decisions that you're making. Don't stay at a place and be and be miserable at the place and continue to go. Like find somewhere else. Find somewhere you're going to be happy at. Yeah. Never feel obligated to a company. I know. No, I, know. <laughs> I learned I that. Definitely I learned that the hard way. To a company. Many times. Okay, so when you when you were when, so when I'm trying to think of, think I, did you girl. get the result? Did you get the result? So the result was that I that I left, you know, and I got, you know, I got a new job. Now, I will, I will say I had the new job before I left. I didn't leave. Even though I felt like I was being underpaid, I waited till I had another position before I left the current one because I didn't want to be without a job. You know, some money is better than no money. <laughs> so I picked the some money until I found something that was that was better than that. Um, but yes, I did. You know, I did end up parting ways with the company, um, but I did retain some friendships with some of the other employees um, at the company. So it wasn't it wasn't all bad. OK, so it didn't end all bad. And yeah, yeah. I know there has to be very unique resignation stories. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to like, you know, tapping into that a little more on yeah. one of the episodes where, yeah. we, where we just really focus on. Um, you know, ways to resign and ways not to resign that may have gone negatively. And, you know, we all go through things um, that are similar. So we're just looking forward to doing more of that in uh, 2021. Absolutely. So that's the end of our 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 remix episode. The Wrap first remix episode. Cut it. We started that. Cut in- it. <laughs> <laughs> We started that in 2021, so I'm excited for, you know, whenever we do another one. But we'll, we'll sporadically be doing remix episodes. The next one will be led by Drew. It'll be whatever he yeah. wants us to remix. So, um, Drew, do you have any any, any final words? Yes, I do. I'm, I'm excited to really hear more from the listeners. I, I really want to hear your thoughts, your stories. Uh, I really want to hear what you think about some of the topics. Um, even some of some of your own opinions about, you know, how you guys would have handled things or even situations that you have been through. Um, I think just one of the things that have that have stood out to me coming from, you know, everything that kind of went down in 2020 um, and all of the separation and isolation um, is h- how much 
I connect with other people like from their from their stories. Like I, I like I really enjoy like hearing what other people have going on in their lives uh, because it's 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 kind of a reminder to myself that like look man we all we're all in this together like we're all. We're all just trying to get it. You know what we're I mean? All, like, yeah, we all trying to in get a, it. In a lot of different ways and a lot of different experiences. But ultimately, you know, we're all looking for a lot of the same things. And, and to hear somebody else, you know, triumph, that makes me feel good about the work that I'm doing because I'm trying to triumph too, you know. And, and, and same way, like if I have something that, that I think is good, I want to share it with other people uh, just because if it's good for them, then, then I'm glad to, to help other people. And so I'm really excited to, to hear more from, from the listeners and uh, what they have to say and their feedback about what's going on in their lives yeah we want to hear from you all in 2021 don't hesitate to reach out call us <laughs> you, we but got you link- can you <laughs> okay my bad my tyrone bad. tyrone bad. <laughs> so we got linkedin we got twitter um we got our email so you got three different ways Hit to reach up. out to us Hit us up all right so that's a wrap for our remix episode and we'll see you guys next time we out peace bye